But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Welcome to another edition of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm joined by Becky Vetto and Antonio, a.k.a. The Bananas Defender. Potsters, you guys are in for a treat today. Today, we have Cara Maria Sorbello. Cara Maria. I'm not apologize. I want that shirt. I don't even have that shirt. I gotta talk to Scott tomorrow. <laughs> I hate you, Malik. If you post this anywhere, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm not. It's all good. Wait, which one's the? Is this the one where there's the banana man? Is there the banana defender in here? That one That's right me. there. That's him. You're the banana defender. Okay. Yes, I am. You, you look like a banana defender. <laughs> 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 All right, I got it. I Guys, my hair has before. never been cleaner for this. How exciting! <laughs> it looks I good. love the colors. You can't see it right now, but like half of it is orange, and the other half is is because I got these pants on Fashion Nova. That inspired this. <laughs> and like one leg of the pant is like a tangerine orange and the other pant is like a hot pink. And so that's what I wanted for my hair, but it's not you can't see it unless I'm outside, but it's really cool. Now but I didn't get any red in my hair at all. Like she took all the colors, she bleached it, and she put no red in, just orange and pink. So but it's been five hours in the in the hair chair, so Oh, it takes forever. Yeah. <laughs> I just had some chocolate cake. I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Cora Maria Sorbello. 13 seasons with two challenge championships, a Champs versus Stars wins, eight finals, four in a row, a stellar 13 and 6 elimination record, wins over Anissa, Jemmy, Brittany, Veronica, Cam Kaylee, Bananas, Hurricane Naya, Nani, Camilla, and Teresa. Over 600K in prize money. The female record holder for challenge seasons, most elimination rounds, most elimination wins, and the most final appearances. Woo! Are you still. <laughs> 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 so my question is if I, if I ever join the WWE <laughs> if I join the WWE man you are going to be my announcer please that was awesome. <laughs> I've been saying it on Twitter for like two months I gotta memorize at this point oh my god <laughs> but the question awesome. is are you still the underdog no <laughs> I mean, at this point, people people expect me to do well, but but root for me. You know, you've got the half. It's it's a really fun position to be in. You've got half the people rooting for me to fail, and the other half rooting for me to win. It's like anybody watching, you know, Ronda Rousey or McGregor. Like maybe they started. Don't you take McGregor from me? You can take you take McGregor. <laughs> but like you know, I I started the challenges. Um, 
everybody knows this story. Like I've never done athletics in my life. Um, I had no clue what I was in for. I started it and I was, you know, the sensitive little, little muffin that was like, what am I doing? Why am I here? Why are people mean? What is heights over water? How do I swim? And it's like, I have, I guess, you know, the challenge has become a job to at this point. And I feel the more I do, the, the better I get. And so now I'm at the point where I've, I know my job and I, people expect me to do well. And like I said, you got half that, that want to see it. And the other half, it's like, fuck up, fuck up, Cara, lose. And it's most of the excitement. What's going to happen? Because I'm not good at everything, but I'm kind of okay at a lot of things. Fair enough. So some people on social media have called on you to take some time off for your mental health. After your first win on Battle of the Bloodlines, you were nowhere to be seen for Rivals 3. Why did you not appear on that season, and what did you do on your season off? Um, On my season off, I'm actually really glad I did take that season off. Like They, they asked me to do it, um, but I had already booked a trip for my mother um, and my godmother to come out to Montana. And wait, was that the one that my dad came out that I said no to? I forget which one, because there was two. There was two things that happened. No, that was the one that I booked my dad to come out. The Chance versus Star one I said no to was the one I booked my mom to come out. So I, I got a ticket for my dad, not my biological father, but the other father that basically raised me um, to come out to Montana. And like he hadn't flown out of Massachusetts. God knows when the last time that man was ever on a plane. Um, flew out. It was a big deal for him. He was staying at Abram's son house when I was with Abram and me and my, my friends came out from Boston. It was a big party. And like two months after that, he, he passed away unexpectedly. So it was the best thing I could have ever done was turn that season down to uh, be with my family. And now his ashes are in this house with me because we have yet to find a place to bury him, but we'll get back to that later. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to take a break in the future? Do you think? Why? Oh. If, 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 I think, I think it's, here's the thing, like for everybody calling me to take a mental break, like these are people that are obsessed with the, you're obsessed with my job. You're commenting on everything that I do. You have troll accounts, fake screen it. You're all over the internet talking about me. I think you're the ones that maybe need a mental break from the challenge. If it's causing you, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Are you people, are you licensed therapists? Are you psychologists? <laughs> what part of my life on a fucking psycho reality show are, is making you say, she needs a break. It's like, you, you people are the ones that fucking need help. I'm good. I'm, my money's cashing, man. My checks are cashing. I'm making that money, and I ain't saying no to money. So yes. I'm making more money in, in one season of the challenge than these people complaining on their couch are in, you know, fucking three years that they're shit nine to five. So <laughs> I'll take a break. Right. They wish they had my life. <laughs> I agree 100%. That's a fact. And so we have a Twitter question here from at Natalie's Glitter. And Yay, she wants Natalie's to know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Natalie's post, by the way? Natalie yes, I seen it. Glitter post today. That was like the funniest shit that I read all day. I didn't know there was expensive glitter. I didn't know that was a thing. There's, yeah, there's all different kinds. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. There is. So her question is, um, she wants to know what the hardest part about preparing for the challenge season is. For me, I get a lot of anxiety before I leave to go film. And for me, it's just uh, mentally preparing to be with my coworkers again. <laughs> and like, for me, I... I live every day by a schedule. 
Like, I know I'm not technically working another job while I'm home because I don't have time to. I'm trying, you know, I'm doing, actually, I guess I technically am with, like, social media and appearances and all the other stuff I have going on. But I live by a schedule. Like, I have to pencil everything in when I see my horse, when I kickbox, when I crossfit, when I'm going on a hike, when I'm doing this, when I'm doing that, when I'm traveling. So I'm constantly living on a plane. So it's like getting that part of just leaving for the challenge and knowing that I know nothing. Like, I don't know a format. I don't know. The fans know more than I do. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> I don't know how, but they do. Like, they deliver me information. And I'm like, what? Like, how did you know that? I don't talk to people. I don't call people. Like, there's people right now um, that are going around. You know, th- the way that it works is, like, you know, whenever there's, like, another season that's going to be filming... There's certain individuals that will call everybody. What'd you hear? What'd you know? What are you doing? Who are you working with? Who do you like? We should get after this person. Like, there's people that do that shit. And they prepare and they plan before they go in. I go to CrossFit, come home, and eat cookies and watch movies and pat my horse. Like, I don't do any of that. I just do what I do when I get in the house. So my biggest thing is just the anxiety of being with the people again. I'm just a very, like, introverted human, and, like, being around that many people all at once, and the madness of, like, finding the room that you're going to stay in, like, who are, you, who are you in the room with, giving up your complete sense of having your life scheduled, and just giving it all away, and just being like, here's my phone, I don't know what's going to happen to me tomorrow, I don't know what's going to happen to me in five minutes from now, uh, TJ could walk in at any point and change the entire game, like, you spend... One week to ten weeks knowing nothing. Yeah. You can definitely see how that's stressful. Oh, giving up the control. Like, it's that's my biggest anxiety and being around people. Yeah. No, that makes (laughs) a lot of sense. I feel you on that because I'm a bit of a control freak myself. Yeah. So, I have another question here. Why do you think you were attacked by some of these castmates about your freak out (laughs) with the needle situation last night? I don't know why people have a problem with that honestly maybe you should ask them why it affects them so much i mean i know when jemmy for instance i I put ketchup on everything my macaroni and cheese like literally everything has ketchup on it when jemmy got you know when the guys ganged up covered a a big ball in ketchup and threw it on her and she literally like the the life came out of her eyes like in a way that i've never seen this type of fear except for myself um i never laughed at her i never you know questioned her on on twitter or online like i defended her when the guys were involved i stood beside her when she was ready to literally leave the house and go home because of this ketchup ball being thrown at her um i saw her handshaking like my heart went to her i'm like if this i don't understand your fear I love ketchup and put it on everything, but I would never, I I defended her to everybody who would like make fun of her. I'm like, you can't, just because somebody has some completely, some phobia that you have no idea where it came from, you can't understand it, you can't wrap your head around it, it doesn't make it any less real for that person. So I would never attack someone for anything that they're afraid of. People are afraid of snakes and I'm carrying my snake around my baby patting them loving them and i'm like you you won't even like they they can't even look at them they freak out they want to run away mm-hmm. you know and i'm like i don't understand that because i cuddle with this thing i'll watch movies with them you know everybody's afraid of something and it's not my 
authority to tell you what you can and can't be afraid of and to laugh at you and make fun of you for something because it's real to you. Absolutely. That makes sense. (laughs) I'm about that way with spiders. Get a spider near me and I'm going to be running out of the room and possibly burning the house down. Well, imagine them sticking you after a 13 mile run into a glass case of spiders. Oh, hell no. Forcing you to stay in there. Hell no. Hell no. Not even with a needle. Honestly, I feel you on that needle. I don't like needles either. Terrible. It's natural for people to not like needles, of course. Like, I don't enjoy it at all. But for me, it literally all stems um, with, with, for some reason, like the circulatory system and veins. Somehow, my mom's a nurse. She would sit me down when I was a child and try to explain to me, oh, it's like, think of it like a highway, like roads. That's what your veins are. And I would just be like... (laughs) <laughs> like I'm like mom I can't like I have no reason like me like the, the medical needle like the IV blood draws it's all good for you there's all you're supposed to do that but I can't like I can't when I work out and I get vascular and my veins pump up I'm like I can't people are like oh your veins and they go to touch them and I'm like no <laughs> it's the needle in the vein either injecting or pulling something out of it I can't do that or I will be a lunatic when somebody comes at me with the um, the rubber band thing. So when I, I am forced to do blood, it's the first time in my entire life that I've ever given blood was or had it drawn was because of the challenge. They forced me to do it. Like they started doing this as part of the before you get on the show, you have to have a full medical check, including blood. And I, the producers know, like I am a fucking lunatic and I feel I've given nurses flowers for dealing with me um but they when they come at me with the band I lose my shit even so much as getting blood pressure I lose my shit like I'm weird but um as far as the actual like they they don't when they do take blood I've never had the the rubber band on me I'm that vascular that they can do it without it but I'm fucking psycho and I've had it done every for the past god knows eight seasons and i'm still a lunatic it's just something i don't think i'll ever it's just just who i am i guess so before we move on to this season i wanted to ask you about your legacy on the challenge you stated an episode ago that one more final win would set you apart from the rest of the ladies in the house many people who followed the challenge have you in their top five with names such as evelyn emily laurel veronica such and such so the questions i have for you is how important is this third win to you and how important is it for you to be defined as the best female to do the challenge? If you're just showing up and fucking around, what are you doing? Like, feel free. I love people showing up and fucking around. It makes my job easier. But for me, I, I want to I leave with all the records. Do I want to go into more eliminations? No. The point is to win the challenge and not go in. But would I like to have that best record and to keep it and to have it be untouchable? Yeah, so if I have the, the best elimination record or the most eliminations that I've gone in, um, if I can get my third win, that would mean that would mean a lot to me. Like, I want to walk away. Not, but then if I get three wins, I want a fourth win. You know what I mean? Like, like pros versus champs doesn't technically count, or that would be mm. three, you know? So right. I just, I just want to keep being the best. That's all. It's like you're only as good as your last win. I love the record. I love I love numbers, except for when I have to <laughs> math them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I think everybody hates best. numbers. I oh, want to be the best. So. All right. So Nicole, at I stand who I want to. <laughs> Nicole wants to know if you could pick the theme for next season. What would it be? 
my favorite theme, and I'm going to be a big fat loser here. The people that have a lot of the people that have a lot of wins from the past are people that won on big giant team wins. Right. You know, I'll fucking take one of those. <laughs> That's gonna be a lot easier than running 50 miles in a desert against a survivor champion, an almost Olympian, a ninja warrior. If I can see the fact, like, like if I could just be on a team with Turbo, Theo, and Ninja. <laughs> oh and wow. Rest. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that be an easy win, right? Like a giant team thing? I'll, I don't give a fuck because the number's the number. So it doesn't matter how easy you won, the number's there, right? I'll take an easy right. win. Bring that cutthroat. <laughs> I'll give a fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love cutthroat. Cool team win. Give me the gauntlet. Give me whatever is, like, the <laughs> easiest way that I can get another number. I like cutthroat, too. And that was really unfair because poor Emily Schrome only had Jen had to do the yeah. same. It was just yeah. the two girls. You know, I was on a team with Sarah, uh, Laurel, Luke, and Abram. And Sarah and Laurel wanted to do everything they could to get rid of me and Luke. Yet, Sarah and Abram were the ones that needed to be taken away in ambulances because of heat stroke. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then the other team was like three giant dudes. It was like Dunbar, Tyler, Brad, and then little Tori. What happened with you and Big Easy? Because about last fall, he said something on Twitter about you being trash. And he said he never liked okay. you from jump. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not a Big Easy fan. Nothing ever happened with us. I just find him vile. Like I remember mm. being in the cutthroat house. I would be trying to brush my teeth. He'd come in and just take a shit. Right there. Like, not even ask. Come in, drop Oh, my God. And I'm like, are you really doing Like, I'm brushing my teeth. Like, there's no, you know, I guess when you got to go, you got to go. I remember he was very vile and vulgar to Laurel, which set her off. Um, they don't show that. They just kind of show Laurel going off. But he was really, he, he targeted some serious insecurities that she had. And he went after her for that. And so she... You know, if you're going to go after her, it's going to fucking rip your face off. So that's what um, happened with the hot tub situation? Yeah. And then I've said this so many times before, like, that to me, I would always defend Laurel on that. Like, in just saying that, like, I know what he was making fun of her for. And it's a very big insecurity for her. And it's not cool for him to, like, come out and, and say rude shit like that. So does anybody deserve to be talked to the way either one of them talk to each other? No. But I mean, if he he went for her and she went right back, it's just what what you saw. So, um, but yeah, it's big easy. I don't I don't think about him. I don't care about him. I wouldn't randomly tweet about him online. I guess he's thinking about me. Sucks <laughs> <laughs> to be popular, huh? I guess I am, man. It's the only way people get responses. <laughs> Okay, so we have a question here from Jasmine Rush at Lashun14. And she wants to know what your downtime is like in the challenge house. I just lay around and wait for food, basically. That's literally <laughs> it. Like, we just wait around and we're like, is catering here? Is lunch here? What's lunch? Is dinner here? What's dinner? Do we have a challenge tomorrow? Like, that's literally it. I mean, you could play cards. You could work out. You could swim. You just... I usually just lay in my bed and like kick my top bunk or this you know put my feet on the ceiling and just wait for the day to be over or food i eat a lot that's it is it good um, food at least no 
<laughs> I mean, occasionally they'll give us gummy bears. Like I look forward to challenge days because they keep all the good snacks on the bus. And so the first thing I do when I go on the bus is I like grab like three Dorito packs, two chocolate bars and like all the gummy bears I can handle. Literally my only source of happiness. <laughs> In a challenge house is gummy bears. Yeah. 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 It's like prison. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, damn. I mean, oh, well, God, and I, I have everybody knows Ooh. I have lots of sex with Polly, but I'm trying not to. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you have sex? I keep you saying what? I know, but I haven't always had you. Fair. And then even on Final Reckoning, I like didn't have you all season. But when you did, it was awesome. But when I did, I was happy. Kara, Kara, how dare you have sex? That is you not, not You are not allowed to have sex but and win challenges. No. <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> Apparently, you're supposed to be a nun and win challenges. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, speaking of Polly. Do you feel that the events of the Polly scandal altered how the season was edited? And do you feel it was fair for the other challengers who saw that their storylines were cut short or just completely edited out completely? I'm not allowed to talk about what production could have, would have, should have, would have done. Um, I do feel that the things that happened with me and Polly definitely changed. Unless this was, you know, the narrative that they always intended. I don't know, but I know that my experience in the house is very different from what I saw. That's all I can say on that. And I, I wish, I would have loved, I would have loved four episodes on the uh, Theo, Leroy, Cam love triangle. I would have loved to watch that. Um, mm. There were relationships. That was the only love triangle that, triangle that existed. That was the only love, that was mm. the only love triangle that existed. Actually, <laughs> aside from me, Polly, and the tribunal, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was, there was certain hookups that were not shown in their entirety it was like hookup cuddle love basically like the entire season but if they showed it it wouldn't have it wouldn't have made sense why you know that me and Polly really did just love each other and that there was other things going on with other people than that they were living their lives you know what I mean but they had they just had to make it a thing so I'm sorry America I didn't create that edit <laughs> <laughs> I just lived my life <laughs> Alright, so we have another Twitter question from Don't Call Me Shirley. He wants to know, knowing what a huge mistake it was on season 33 that all the vets didn't pull together, lay aside all the differences and work together, seeing how most of the vets took each other out early and more rookies end up in the final of the vets, do you plan or hope to forgive and work things out with Johnny, Zach, and others so you can work together in the future? I mean, Johnny called out Zach. You know what I mean? Like, he called out a fellow vet to go against i mean the way that things happened half the cast was rookies you know what i mean when it was individual still half were rookies right yeah you know so if you didn't win your individual then you go home so you know basically the rookies were better I mean, did you, um, to elaborate on the question, did you um, expect to see, like, big-name vets going after each other, like Johnny and Zach, or were you kind nobody, of hoping, like, Johnny going nobody, after, like, Amanda or something like that? Nobody expects to see, well, um, you know, Johnny had struck a deal. I guess the whole thing with Johnny is that he had struck a deal with 
I mean, Zach, and he's not even ashamed to show this or to talk about it, but uh, which I thought was illegal, but uh, apparently it's not. Apparently in the contract, uh, Zach and Johnny have the same manager, and in their contract, um, Johnny had put in that Zach was going to supposed to take a dive for him. So that's the only reason Johnny called him out. And he's not mad that Zach was with Wes for whatever reason. He's mad that Zach didn't lose for him as he agreed in his contract. So, I mean, so that's the only reason he tried to make it all valiant, but he really only picked Zach because he thought Zach was going to die for him. And Zach just couldn't lose that bad, I guess. <laughs> all right. I got you. <laughs> so good, right? <laughs> yes, oh, ma'am. Oh, God. <laughs> After the big blow up between Kyle and Paulie, both challengers was given a fine. From that point on, some of the intensity was taken out of the situation. Is the beef between Kyle and Paulie more of a good nature rivalry in the same vein as Bananas versus Wes, or is it still a blood feud? Here, I'll let Paulie answer that because that's a question for Polly. Yeah. Uh, Listen, yo, they're asking you for your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> is is the rivalry real that people want to know? Ask the source. Why I only have me? I only have one thing on my mind if I'm ever invited back to future challenges, and that is winning, winning title after title after title. So if people want rivalries with me, they can come get it. I bring the beef to the front door like dominoes. Even my father knows where the revolver goes. I bring the beef to the front door like dominoes. <laughs> Is that a Lloyd Banks the line? Door. They only bring chicken. If you if you put beef on the if you put meat on the pizza, <laughs> you want a piece of it? Whatever. It was in a Lloyd Banks. If you listen to Lloyd Banks back in the day, well, Lloyd Banks had a rapper who's like, "I bring the beef to your front door, door like, like Domino's." Like, yeah, like, Domino's. I don't know Lloyd Banks. That's how we fucking get after it. Domino's doesn't bring beef. They just bring chicken. I love you. I'm only focusing on winning titles. I think you're saying. I think you're saying if you want a pizza, him. If you want a pizza, this, you can get a pizza, me, whenever you want. <laughs> and <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> that was awesome. You don't I, puns. I know. I never made puns until I, I met you. you. I love your puns. Aww. Aww. Get out of here. Well, I'm really shocked that Paulie listens to Lloyd Banks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to do me like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just here for the fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the whole gun compartment thing killed me the entire Thank time you, you were guys doing we that. We watched that again last night. So how has life changed for you since you made the big move and leave Twitter? Fucking phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, all I can do, like, every now and then I'll be like, what's, what's Julian tweeting about? Because I know he'll only say nice things about me. <laughs> and so I can look at that on a public page. But no, I... It's fucking so fantastic. I mean, you know, I'll get, I don't need to be on Twitter to know what's going on because I got yeah. my little birdies that are like, oh, these people are still talking about you. I'm like, I haven't been on Twitter in God knows how many months. All my shit's private. Are they still talking about me? And it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. amazing. I'm living rent free in so many people's heads. The only reason I ever had Twitter really was because I thought I had to have it for MTV. And I'm just so glad and so happy that I don't because Instagram is just so much better to like block people out of your life, you know, that say nasty shit. Like I can filter words that people can't even say in my comments like, oh, I have a field day. So it's just a lot better. Like I can just 
on Twitter, I base, I mean, on Instagram, I only really look at my own story and Polly's. Like, <laughs> I'm so annoying. It's like, I just look at my page, my page, my page, Polly's story, my page, my page, my story, back to my page. Like, I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's good. I'm happy. Plus, I, I am less likely to say shit that'll get me in trouble. Oh, that's true. Thank the Lord. Because there's a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not tweeting. laughs> I'll be honest, it's it's hard to filter sometimes, so I definitely get that. Yeah. So uh Kara Ninja Marie fan wants to know more about your new house. She wanted to know what made you decide to take the leap to buy a house and what are you most excited for? Well, it took me this long because travel so damn much that my apartment's basically like a glorified storage unit because I'm never ever in it. I'm either on the East Coast visiting family, I'm traveling doing events, I'm traveling um, you know, with Polly just for fun. I'm doing a challenge, like never home. So for me it's like if I buy a home, it's it's like kind of really permanent. It's like a big deal. And I'm really bad with commitment. So I'm like, I don't know if I can stay in one place that long. And I'm finally at the point that now that Polly's out here with me, I'm just like, I don't care if I'm in this home that I'm buying for one week every six months at this point. Like, I just need to stretch my legs, to stretch my arms, to to have a place that I can have friends over for drinks, for movie nights, for game nights. Like, I want to entertain. I want to have family come out and visit me. And it's like, I can't do that in a little one-bedroom apartment. Like, what am I going to do? Sleep on the couch? Like, I'm I'm ready to, to be an adult. <laughs> so, and I'm like, you know what? If I want to move, if I change my mind, if, if me and Polly want to go on the East Coast, if I want to go somewhere else, I can always go and then just rent the place out. You know what I mean? So I'm just ready to make the... I'm ready to have a real home. So does that mean that Polly is going to be moving in with you? He is going to be moving in with me. All right. Hey. Oh, shit. Exciting. Y'all heard it here first. Exclusive. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. Yeah, we've been like being like we don't know. Oh, Uh, you know what? No one is surprised. It's like the cover of No Shit News. Like, (laughs) I mean, he's literally been living out of a damn carry-on. Like, he'll go back to the room that he's paying monthly rent. Like, he's got he's got his own apartment. He's paying monthly rent at, and he'll go. Fill up his little carry-on, roll up his little t-shirts and pants, and like he's living with me. Suitcase. <laughs> I have we, no problem living in Montana. I just told her we need to get a beach house somewhere. We, yeah, he hates second the cold. home. Second home. Beach he, house. We we vacation at like his apartment like once a month, maybe twice, twice a month for like laundry nights. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to go home. Oh, that's so cute. I'm glad you guys are moving forward with everything. I'm really happy for you guys. I'm I'm really, I'm really giving this one a real go. I have another question here from abs at challenge Cara. And first she says, Cara, I love you. And she would love to know what your favorite moment from this season was. And what is your favorite moment out of all of the seasons that you've done? Gosh. Holy cannoli. Um, favorite moments of all the seasons that I've done, um, and like proudest moments are, it will always be beating Johnny (laughs) right Mm. before we changed locations and made it to the final, beating Anissa and something physical in that same, you know, 
that whole same challenge, Bloodlines, because um, she is a, a boss <laughs> at physical eliminations and she's got body on me. Um, and then, you know, so earning my way into that, that final hardcore and then winning that final with my cousin meant so much to me because our grandmother, like he's an only child, I'm an only child, he's like a brother to me. Um, our grandmother had just passed away. So we spent the whole time like talking about like, we're doing this for our Grammy, like, and it was just such a, such a really special moment for me and my family to have that. My other, what was another good moment? Oh, I guess winning Vendettas. <laughs> I, I guess. That one was all right. Yeah. No big deal. That was a great moment. Um, and then this season, I was just happy spending time with Polly, to be honest. Like, I just really was. Like, we spent all our time, like, this season I really was happier than other seasons that I'd been in because I had him. So as cheesy as it is, like, we spent all our time. There wasn't, the way the house was set up, nobody really congregated in like a common room everybody was always in like the johnny ct um room which wes ended up moving into like that ended up being like the hangout place for literally everybody so it was kind of just like me and polly all the time alone in our room and we would just sit there and we would talk about the things that we couldn't wait to do when we left the challenge like we were excited about going to florida we were excited about starting a life together we um we're just excited about everything we had outside of the show. So it was nice to have him with me. So the whole, the whole having him with me is very special and fucking winning that purge challenge for not though, not the purge, but the challenge that earned me the golden ticket straight to the final. Fuck. Yeah. That was my other favorite moment. So now I want to ask you about Davon. She made a recent appearance on challenge mania and she says some things along the lines of uh, she called you a user that you wanted her to fight your battles. And after it was known that she wasn't going after like Kyle and Amanda, you unfollowed her. And she says some things along the lines of you have a miserable, bitter, toxic energy hmm. that there wasn't an inciting in incident. She just decided that she just wasn't going to be friends with you. I think so. she's really reaching. Like, I think she's just trying to f justify her behavior at that point that's really all i can pull out of that um because she really does not have a valid it's like every time you turn around it's like well i don't like her because of this but it's like <laughs> she's just trying to come up with things but doesn't actually have a valid reason to be honest with you like the last time i checked she was mad at me for not being angry enough about amanda but where was the energy towards the men that did that to amanda when amanda wasn't even mad herself um she was mad that i didn't tell georgia in the correct way but would she ever tell georgia or you know what i mean like there's just a whole lot there that i'm like i feel like she's just really really struggling to find a real reason because yeah that's all i got i don't know <laughs> i really like i don't know should i just use the same line like i guess i saw her true colors that's why i unfollowed her i mean i have, I have a question she said that you were trying to pick fights with her over Kyle and over her not her supporting Kyle. I just wanted to ask that question about me, whether my, or not it's anything that you were in your feelings or something like that. You know what I mean? No, I mean, if you want to go back to what she's trying to pull out now as like her only thing is like, she, I had spoken to her after the last reunion um, about Amanda and Ashley 
because I remember on Twitter, Ashley was going after her child, her parenting skills, like really saying horrible things. Devon was attacking her back. And when it came time to the reunion, I was like, wow. I was like, Devon's definitely going to put her in her place. You know what I mean? And then it was just like, look cool. There was like none of that energy that was like insanely building up on Twitter. And I was like, I was like, I thought you were going to like, you know, stand up for yourself. Like, or say the things that you were going to say. Like, you were so angry. Like, she attacked you as a mother. And that's, like, something that, like, you're you're really passionate about. Like, that's what sets you off on people. I was like, I'm surprised you didn't say anything to her after all the things that she said about you publicly. Like, terrible things. You know what I mean? And Amanda was part of that. And as far as I was concerned, it was, like, all of Final Reckoning. I mean, Devon loved me in Final Reckoning, did she not? We she were did. in a room together all the time in Final Reckoning. Were we not? <laughs> You know what I mean? It wasn't until she became friends with Amanda and the other guy, like when they left on their, when they got eliminated, you know what I mean? And then they ended up doing their thing and staying wherever the fuck country we were in. I don't even remember. It wasn't until, you know what I mean? Like they all got eliminated in the final redemption challenge or whenever that was. So they all hung out together and partied together and all became friends together. And it wasn't until that, when she became friends with the people that I have issues with, that she joined them. Because before that, we were cool. So look at that. You got to consider the source. You got to consider the people that, how things happen, who people associate with. And for me, I wanted to still trust her coming into this season. She had said to me, you know, oh, I'll be, I'll be in a room. I didn't know that she was like besties with Amanda. At this point, she tells me coming into the season, you know, oh, I'm big brother. We're sticking with big brother. You know, Polly's big brother. We're just all going to stick together. I'm going to be in a room. You know, this is before we came up with teams. I'm going to be in a room with Amanda. Like, I'll keep an eye on them. I was like, you sure? I was like, you don't want a room together. Like, we can swap rooms. Like, you can come into my room. We can put one of the rookies in that room. She goes, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to keep an eye on those two. I got my eye on Amanda and Ashley. So that's why she was in a room with Amanda and Ashley. She was keeping her eye on them so she could hear things that they couldn't talk about, right? That's what she mm-hmm. told me. Unbeknownst to me, she's working with them. You know, she's working with the other guy. And as far as I'm concerned, Polly is my number one. Polly is the one I'm looking after. And if you don't have his best interest, you don't have my best interest. And when his number one enemy is her number one friend, when it comes down to it, who, you know, are you big brother or are you this other guy with this other guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I had a lot of, you know, I would see things, I would hear things. I was told, you know, by numerous sources that she would listen to everything Polly would say. She would come in the room, she would listen, she would hear, and she would report everything to the other guy, Polly's enemy. So of course, I'm going to come up to her and be like, are you whose interest do you have? Are you here for Polly? Are you Big Brother? Or are you in that other room, that other circle? I mean, that guy picked her for the Burger King date. <sighs> so you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things that for me did not sit right. So I asked her. And she said, you know, I'm friends with whoever I want to be friends. Like I wasn't asking her to pick a side, but I'm telling her at that point, like, do you have his do you have Polly's best interest in mind? Do you? Because I, I question that. Mm-hmm. when the guy that she's best friends with doesn't you know that makes a lot of sense so yeah. that's where i'm coming from and so once i heard that everything was confirmed that 
she was friends with Amanda. Like she did lie to me coming in. She wasn't there to spy on them. She was in the room because she was working with them. You know what I mean? Like all these things came to light. She was reporting to Polly's enemy, everything he said, like all these things are coming to me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not about that. I'm not cool with that. So I quietly unfollowed and I didn't make a big deal out of it. And then I heard she was doing YouTube videos talking about me and talking about me and all these other scenarios. And I'm like, I had M Marie texting me being like, oh my God, what's, what's Davon's problem with you? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to talk. I'm like, I don't have a problem with her. I got nothing. So I gave Marie nothing. You know what I mean? Because I know she was looking for the info. So it's like, I have yet to say a bad thing about her. I have yet to hold, do a YouTube trilogy about her. I don't have anything bad to say about her. I didn't trust her. And that's my prerogative <laughs> in the game. And I told her that. No bad blood, no hatred. I just wanted to separate myself from her. She didn't, and if she was so angry with me about not telling Georgia the correct way, it's like, why didn't you come to me and tell me the correct way? Take me aside. Give me that. Be like, talk to me. Instead of going off and, and starting stuff on Twitter and starting stuff with your fan groups and, and starting stuff on YouTube, it's like, why didn't you just text me? Or tell Polly to talk to me. If you know what I mean? That never yeah. I never got that yeah. courtesy. So and gotcha, I still can't gotcha. say a bad thing about her. Uh, There's that. Um, so we won't play a little game. We did the same thing with Polly. It's our version of uh, Fuck Mary Kill, but with our twist to it. So we're gonna give you three names and you're either gonna love is where you wanna bring them to a final with you. Mm -hmm. Um war is you're gonna send them straight home. And challenge is by you're going to go up against them in elimination. Okay. So our first group is Evelyn, Kayla, and Jemmy. Let me see. The final's worth a lot of money. So I would like to take Jemmy there with me. I would like to go against Evelyn in elimination because she's fucking amazing. And if I, it'd be a win-win for me if I could beat her. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> Not likely. <laughs> but if I did, it's amazing, and I would take that battle. And if I could send some someone straight home, it'd be the other girl. Just returning the favor. Good choices. All right, so our next group is Laurel, Marie, and Sylvia. Well, I feel like I owe my final reckoning partner another final. I'd love to, to take Marie there. <laughs> you know, with her not on my team. <laughs> um, I would send Sylvia straight home. She's got a great life, a man that she loves, and a great job. She don't need to be there. And then uh, I would go against Laurel and an elimination because, again, <laughs> it would be. I mean, I could switch this around a few different ways, but Laurel, like, I could have my chance at redemption. I mean, if I lost, I fucking lost. I mean, Laurel's amazing. You know what I mean? She's a fucking champion and if i lost i lost but i i wouldn't you know you, you just gotta pick up the pieces and try again ronda rousey does you know what i mean i'm sure mcgregor's gonna take that fight again it's like fuck it. might as well try again or i would take laurel to a final so that i could see if i could beat her in a final like put us two together against each other see who comes out on top just for that, for that competition to really have that, mm. because I have a lot of respect for her as a competitor. So, um, to be the best, you got to beat the best, right? That's and true. then I take Sylvia in an elimination because she's actually really good at them. So, and then Marie can nice. go home. 
<laughs> either way, there's like multiple ways, multiple ways I could do that. So. All right. Next one is Ashley, Amanda, and Emily. Shrum. Emily Shrum. I'd like to take Emily Shrum. Like, were you talking about the other Emily? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would. I don't know what I would do. I would. Part of me would want to take Ashley to a final. Just so I, could, I could go against her and beat her. Um, <laughs> part of me would want to take Emily Schroen to a final because she is the greatest of the great. So again, it's in that Laurel category of like, fucking Emily's a monster. But I mean, you know, maybe I'd beat her on a puzzle. Who knows? Maybe she's having a bad day. There's always like equalizers or things that, you know, you might be able to get a... It'd just be, it'd just be cool because she's a great... And then Amanda, I would just send Amanda and Ashley both home, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Emily and everything because it would just, the, the excitement of trying to do my best against someone who's a great would be exciting. Nice. Um, now we have Bananas, CT, and Kyle. CT to the final um, because I love him and he's my boss and brother and he's got diapers to buy. Um, and, um, bananas, I would take in an elimination because I've beaten him before mm. and mm. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. We'll finish with an easy one. Zach, Polly, and Wes. Polly to the final. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so that we could have some healthy competition. Oh. <laughs> Um, and either way, I win. <laughs> be a champ or fuck a champ. Um, <laughs> uh, and fucking, I, I would not want to go against Wes in an elimination. Um, or would I? You know what? I would. I would love to go against Wes in an elimination because he is the elimination king, and I right now am still the knight. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it would just be, you know, I wouldn't want to send the guy straight home, right? You can't send the king of elimination straight home. Like, that's fucking rude. So <laughs> I would battle it out with him and, and then give him total respect either way. <laughs> 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 I know how to do it. I just got to get Georgia to yell really loud. <laughs> <laughs> Five-year-old temper tantrum on point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now it's time for my favorite game, the one that always gets us in a lot of trouble. Okay. Last time we did this, Marie has <laughs> off since. So this oh, is always going to be fun. This is going to be... <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some word association. We yeah. just need... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say a name. You're going to give me one or two words. I'm really not good at this at please, all. Like, I'm please not. Call, please call her a flip flopper. That was fun. All right. So the first name is Derek Kaczynski. Pitbull. Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give her nothing else to tweet about me for because she is she will fucking talk about me and shit that like in a fucking conversation about macaroni and cheese so like i don't 
Like, I don't want to give her, I'm giving nothing here. Nothing. I have said nothing, but she's still going to talk on the next fucking 10 tweets are going to be about this that I didn't say anything. Fuck! <laughs> okay, slightly more than one word than we than what we were looking for, <laughs> but we'll go ahead and keep it pushing. <laughs> uh, Polly. <laughs> that face says it all. You're getting late regardless tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything I'd say would be inappropriate, so I'll just. <laughs> all right, this is the worst word association we ever had, but let's keep going. Amanda. <laughs> Not even saying words. For the <laughs> I fucking can't. Word. Uh, love. Okay. Polly gets love. All right. Amanda. Hater. <laughs> <laughs> All right. CT. Boston. Davon. Mother. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bananas. Don't use that. Oh. Don't use that. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> oh my god. I don't know why that came to mind. Don't okay. use that. Don't use that. <laughs> um. <laughs> I can't. I'm going on mute now. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm. <laughs> don't use that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the back of my head is hurting. <laughs> I'm really bad at this game. <laughs> don't use any of that. <laughs> I don't know. I can do it. The jo Johnny is a. Never mind. Just ignore Johnny. Jenna, pretty. Marie. Sandals. Girl, so like, oh my god! Uh. I'm gonna get wow. in so much trouble for this entire thing. People don't give a fuck about any of the nice things I said about anyone. They're just on like that one second that I said something that they can't oh. wait to like fucking Reddit, Vevmo, and tweet about. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! What what section of this? Where did I fail? <laughs> just just all of it <laughs> seriously all right uh cousin jamie cousin, <laughs> cousin jamie. all right killer cam queen ah uh, zach glitter natalie glitter oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right and uh save the best for last kyle I think your face says it all. I think we should move on to the next question. What? I wasn't listening. I, was I, I wasn't listening I was, either. I was, looking, I, was, I was looking up the hashtag Game of Thrones because was, the, the fucking memes are classic. I know, they're fucking classic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing you guys all a favor. I am, there is, I'm just saying, life is beautiful as it is here without people existing. <laughs> I respect life. it. I respect it. So That's exactly I, what I'm going to do if I ever do another challenge and the producer asks me the same thing. I'll just be like, Polly's dick is huge. That's how I'm going to answer it every time. <laughs> I'm just going to say, and then they can't use anything. So what do you think about this? What do you do about this? Polly's dick is fucking huge. Can't use that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
So Jamie Lee at Jamie Lee wanted to know, we all see how crazy the edits can be. So I'm sure the unedited reality is insane. How do you prepare yourself mentally and emotionally to go into a challenge house? And then once again, when it airs, dealing with all the social media, positive and negative. I delete Twitter and (laughs) I block everybody on Instagram and I pat my horse in Montana. So, um, I just hide, I hide, hide in my little bubble. I eat my cookies. <laughs> I cuddle and watch Game of Thrones, Netflix, like, anyway. Bagel nook? Sorry. <laughs> Bagel nook. <laughs> I eat my feelings. <laughs> so do I. That's why I have to work out so much. All right. So we have a question here from Bread, uh, Rufio Defender at, at Bread Challenge. And... He wants to know what motivated you to come back to the challenge after doing fresh meat too. They called me. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I literally left and I was like, well, I was all excited, told my bosses, I'm leaving. I'm not going to be gone for like a I'm going to be gone for like a month. I'm doing cool shit. And like, they're like, you weren't even gone. Did you even leave? And I was like, yeah, back. And I was like, that's it, I guess. <laughs> I'll never do anything again. And then they called me and they're like, we want you again. And I was like, really and i was like okay (laughs) so i came back and the rest is history nothing really motivated me i just said yes (laughs) what motivated the producers what did they see in me (laughs) go to the source right (laughs) whatever reason man they struck gold because i'm still here (laughs) and we're happy about it so marie car defender wants to know avengers or dc why and who's your favorite from each i am a dc villain lover and avengers also villain lover because i love loki um who doesn't who's my favorite who's your favorite from each my favorite dc i mean obviously joker the joker is always my favorite villain um in all the movies in the cartoons like i just fucking love the joker um favorite villain and then from avengers i kind of find myself drawn to for the good guys tony stark um and black widow is a boss bitch and then uh the two people that died coincidentally spoiler alert if you haven't seen it by now fuck you um <laughs> did you finish endgame no said she fell asleep. Who ratted on me? I wonder. Uh, I mean, Loki's my favorite. I'm sad he's gone, so that's it. I actually just started all the movies. Captain America, though. Mm. Only Mm. Captain America because that ass. Mm, That's That's America's America's ass. ass. (laughs) He reminds me of Polly. That's they're 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 getting cringy. That's the challenge ass right there. Hashtag, Hashtag team cringe. cringe. <laughs> 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 I, I, I got you. I'll send you all the t-shirts. <laughs> all right. So now we have a few questions from your favorite account, Julian at Car Maria T, formerly known as Car Maria Defender. He says, "Hi mom. Yeah. Hi mom. <laughs> Random question." If she had any superpowers known imaginable, what would it be and why? The only superpower <laughs> I ever, ever want is mind reading. 
Because then I can know for damn sure whether somebody's lying to me or what their intentions are. That is, like, the only superpower I ever want. Plus, I want to be able to eat whatever I possibly want in the world (laughs) and not get fat. That's everybody right there, honey. I just want to be able to eat all of the desserts and, and like, have no calories. He also wants to know if there's any funny or crazy unseen scenes this season that you wish that viewers would have saw. About your lap dance on my birthday. I don't know. Did I give you a lap? Dance? No, I gave you a lap dance on my birthday. <laughs> of course well, he you gave did. me a lap dance on his birthday. Of course you did. About right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, very early on. I don't think really. Uh, there was just a lot of like fights and a lot of hookups and a lot of stuff that you'll never know about entirely and a never see. A lot of fake fights. Yeah, just a lot of yeah. stuff that. Uh, <laughs> You said fake fights. Who was fake fighting? Theo got into a fight with we can't, someone. We can't, we can't talk about stuff left on the editing floor. Apparently, we're not allowed to not talk allowed about to. stuff that got left on the editing floor. That's a new rule. Fair enough. Whose fault is no, that? But you know what we can do? I can say that one human got into a fight with another human in the kitchen and said that that human was biting his ear and trying to rip his ears off, but it was all fucking fake, even though I blew up at the other dude because I was trying to defend the one dude. Found out it was fake later. Then there was another fight. What was the other fake fight? Uh, the one where it was set up because it was like, you, people need to think that you have an enemy in the house, so we need oh. to fight. Apparently this one guy, this one sly fox of a guy, told this other hulk of a dude, hypothetically, that he needed to have an enemy in the house because too many people got along <laughs> with... Oh, his partner, who is universally liked, and said, well, you need to have an enemy. So then they staged a fight in which the Hulk-like dude grabbed the jersey a t-shirt of another type dude and pretended to even rip it, and there was just crazy madness, and everybody was screaming, and we thought it was serious, and we thought some shit was really gonna go down, but uh, you'll never know, because it was all staged and not aired, if hypothetically any of that ever happened. The only fights that Allegedly. were the ones where you get fined for them. Yeah. <laughs> There was a lot of going to producers being like, hey, you don't need to get security involved because we're not actually, this is a fake fight. Found out all that after. Apparently Uh my world is not as real as I thought it was. Really, it's not the producers anymore. It's the cast that is creating everything. Everybody that tries to accuse other people of putting on for the camera are the ones who put on for the camera. Everyone who tries to say (laughs) that like people are doing things just for story (laughs) or that people are, you know, faking things for story or, you know... It's kind of like the guilty conscience it's of like the, the boyfriend that always accuses his girlfriend of cheating on him because he's the one doing the cheating. Like when people accuse other people of yeah. being with people only for clout, yet they're literally with someone who's only with them for clout, for clout and followers. <laughs> and it's like the most obvious thing in the entire world. Mm. But I don't say anything about their relationship. But uh, yeah. Or people right. that like put, put their fake relationship in like Us Weekly articles. Yeah, people and, like pay people to do it. Put their fake relationships in, in <laughs> stage dates and stuff. Stage dates and those that. people would never. They would never say those things. They would never. Be Very like, interesting. Yeah. Um, bananas defender. Anything to add there? <laughs> Anything to say at all? Because if you do, now would be a great time. Defender. He's one of my favorite people. But I have to give. I have to give this boy shit. <laughs> so do I. Thank because, you, Paul. I appreciate it. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Uh, We're waiting. Go ahead. Uh, 
Waiting for what? Your response. You know, you know, you know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for your boy to apologize to me so I can finally bring him to a final one of these seasons. Oh, shit. Uh, I'll try and talk to him. Many a times, his boy just, you know, he just doesn't want to take me up on my offer. Oh, it looks like everybody just wants to be friends. <laughs> looks like the real friendship here, the real friendship that really needs to happen is Johnny and Polly. <laughs> I want it to happen. Hey, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. They secretly so, love each other. Right? <laughs> all right. So I have a question. How do you feel about the fans that changed up on you because you decided to go back to Polly? You got so many people out there saying... As a former cover, Maria Stan, yap, 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 shut the fuck up. <laughs> as soon as I hear I used to be a fan, my only thought is you were never a fan. Oh. Uh, it's like, get, get, on, get on your bandwagons. You know what that's I mean? Like, I think if you really care about someone, if they are happy, you should be happy. That's it. Yeah. Gotcha. If you used to be a fan, you were never a fan. Goodbye. Goodbye. But it's weird though because your follower count still keeps going you, up. Oh shit! Yeah, it's true. The follower count still goes up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. goodness gracious! Okay, so Jessica at Jess three one four XO wants to know if you and Laurel are on the next season. Do you think we'll get you'll be able to get past your feud and become allies and dominate the game? Um. If I were ever to be on a season with Laurel, the way that we ended things, for me, like, I always have respect for her as a competitor in the game. Um, as far as our personal lives, it's it's just really deep. And I have written her, I had written her emails even after um, Invasion. <coughs> we weren't friends going into Invasion. I wrote her emails after Invasion. I tried kind of offering a bit of an olive branch and just giving her a little respect and love and she didn't take it. Um, she's just very angry. She has a lot of anger in her. And uh, <clears throat> I just remember even being, you know, having her around my other friends and they would they would tell me, they're like, is that really your friend? They're like, How? you let her, she talks, the way she talks about you and to you in front of us, like, <clears throat> that's a friend? You know, like she would have her really redeeming sweet moments like when I really needed her, like, really needed her she was there um and then there was a lot of things that just were not okay like i don't want i cannot have friendships with someone who the way that she spoke to me and down to me a lot was not okay in a friendship way like you can laugh you can joke with people but i i finally just called her out on it and i was like you can't talk to me like that and that's when shit went down, and that was all before Invasion. And then the whole Nicole thing happened. Um, honestly, I just think there's just a lot going on in, in her heart. And I don't know if it has to do with me or other things she's got going on, but there's no <clears throat> hatred. Um, there's no bitterness. She, I mean, she, though she did talk a lot of shit about me on Twitter for whatever reason, no reason at all. Like she just would jump in, jump on the bandwagon with everybody else who was hating, which I never did to her. Um, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? If I ever, I'm surprised. We, I, I don't even know where she lives anymore. Last I knew, she was in Montana, and I have not seen her. 
since Invasion. So. All right. Let me ask you, what's the craziest fan experience you ever encountered and why? Never had a really crazy fan experience, have I? Uh, hmm. Hmm. I mean, like crazy as in like creepy or like crazy as in like, whoa, that's wild. Like, I just never had anything. I've never really had a crazy fan experience. Like, everybody has ever come up to me is always, like, really positive, really sweet. Like, I, like, the fact that they even have the balls to come up to me because I, if I recognize someone or if I was a fan of someone, I might probably not have the balls to just walk up to them and say hi. So, um, except for that one time with Lady Gaga, which I must have <laughs> myself for. But, um, yeah, no, I just think that it's really ballsy and, and cool of them to be able to actually just come up and, and say hi, because I would be afraid to do that. And then um, they sometimes shake and cry, and I'm like, it blows me away because I don't see myself like that. So it's, <coughs> it's like, really? Like, just relax. Like, I'm just, a, I'm just like you. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's still kind of like trips me out that people feel that way. It's really sweet. All right. Uh, one more quick question. Um, would you ever consider going on Survivor? No. 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 It's hot. <laughs> There's no, like, I actually, contrary to popular belief, do like showers. So no food, no showers, bugs, humidity, fucking, fuck that. Water mm. shit. Lots and lots and lots of water shit. Fuck that. No. I, I need I need at least a roof, a blanket, food, and showers. A good mirror with some lighting. It's really appreciated. <laughs> well, how about uh, Big Brother? Nah, not Big Brother either. Because that's that's more that's way too peoply. Like I I'm stuck in even closer quarters with people, <clears throat> and uh, it's all about a social game, which I don't have, and I would lose my shit. I would absolutely lose it. I can't. I need to at least get out of the house and like see other things and other people and know that other people are alive. Do you even get alcohol on Big Brother? No alcohol. Fuck that. Oh, that's <laughs> ah. <laughs> the only thing that like gets me through is when we get to go out on nights where I could get so fucking shitty that I forget who I'm with. <laughs> and everybody's tolerable for a night till we get back and the alcohol really kicks in and then they all start going off on each other in which case I'm usually never involved and I can watch the show so it does make my night more entertaining <coughs> so yeah no no big brother I would I would judge cupcake wars though <laughs> oh I want to judge cupcake wars yeah yeah that'd be dope cake, cake boss <laughs> I would I would be the fucking makeup brush holder on RuPaul's Drag Race, like, any way, shape, or form to be, like, around those queens. Like, those are the kind of shows that I would like to be in and around. Uh, any other reality show? Nope. Bananas Defender wants to know, how do you manage your business with your schedule, and what other, other sources of income do you have? What business? <laughs> yeah, I, um, how do you manage your business schedule? I... I don't know. I don't really. I when I come home, it's not like I've been fortunate enough that the way that the challenge is has been for me. It's it is a, it is a really um, I am really thankful for it because I don't this is this is my job technically like I'm doing what people do in a year or two years. I'm, I'm fitting it all in in like, you know, six weeks. And it films six to 10 weeks and that can be twice a year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm really fortunate to have that. So I don't need to work 
But if I'm not doing things to keep me active, I'll lose my mind. So when I'm home, you know, I fit in all my fitness stuff. But then I also I do a lot of um, obviously Instagram has come along. So I do um, social media collaborations. And just so that you guys know, I'm turning a lot of stuff down. Like, I don't say yes to everything that comes my way. I'm like, I am absolutely not promoting that ab jiggler because that's some bullshit. I'm like, I'm not promoting that skinny detox tea because you ain't fucking losing weight on drinking tea, bitch. So, like, I turn a lot of shit down. So, like, anything that I do post on my social media, it's stuff that I do believe in and that I do use. Um, or that is a new product that was given to me that I'm like, wow, this, I do love this. I would use this. I do use this, you know? So I would never, because I'm looked at for fitness and whatnot, I would never promote anything that like, I don't believe in myself. Um, so I do do, you know, luckily I've got the social media collaborations. Um, and I have my Etsy shop, which I can barely keep up with. And I do traveling. I do appearances. Um, just all kinds of stuff. There's always something coming up. So I keep myself busy between challenges for sure. Uh, we'll get you out of here with, uh, with one last question. Um, what do you say to the people that's already made up their mind about you? What I would you like to leave them with? I don't. It's no, no fucking hair off my chin. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Polly! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but for real, it's like if if you let me, like what I try to do, it it is frustrating. <clears throat> I feel like a lot of people need to put themselves before they judge. Put yourself in my shoes. You know what I mean? Like if someone's degrading your athletic performance, something that you put your heart and soul into, if they're degrading, like the natural tendency is to want to defend yourself. And unfortunately I do fall into that. And I'm like, well, fuck you. You don't know, you don't know this and you don't know this whole story. But at the end of the day, I got to keep reminding myself. It's like, you know, nobody's people have, if people have already made up their mind, like no matter what you say, they're just going to keep finding holes and digging you further. So it's better just to do what you do to prove those who love you that they're right and that those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind so it's like i try very hard to you know i i get sucked into it every now and then i'm only human but uh i think the thing is is because i'm not like those people i can't understand the way that they think so to be like hateful or constantly attacking people that like you don't know it's like i don't I don't do that. Like, I can't find myself doing that. Like, if someone's doing something that I, like, I don't approve of, like, I just kind of do my own thing. You know, I don't need to comment on everybody. And to see people that do that, it's like, what's wrong? I don't look at it as a reflection of me. I look at it as, like, there's something wrong with their own personal lives that they are using me as an outlet, I believe. So it's not really a reflection of me. Like, anybody's problem with me is their problem. It's not mine kind of how i look at it so i don't need a way to look at it i think if people like whoever has something like a real hard on a real hater hard on i think if they ever met me like they wouldn't feel that way but i don't really care because i don't know them (laughs) all right (laughs) cora maria thank you so much for spending time with us and coming on the show today we greatly appreciate it all right thank you once again cora maria for joining our podcast goes another great episode Hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. 
Join us on Facebook at facebook.com at Love War Challenges. Also, check out our website, lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure while you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud, give us those five stars and give us a great review. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, Podthurst.